No, come on. Now I know. Now I want to know. Well. I, but I want to know. I want to know what you wanted to know. What could possibly be interesting? I don't want to know anymore. I don't care. Welcome to episode 37 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine. And this is now the show about learning how to breathe through a mask. If you are struggling with living it through this coronavirus pandemic and looking for tips and strategies on how to make the most out of this difficult time, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives, even in times of crisis, with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Our community is awesome. Can I just say that? I love our community. I think we are building one of the best, strongest, most positive, but, you know, balanced communities on the internets. On the world wide webs. On the, on the Insta whatevers. So Dave, another week of quarantine. How are you dealing with, there's, there's some talk in the medias that parts of the country might be coming out of some of the quarantine in the next couple weeks. Not necessarily where you live, and I don't know where it's going to be with with our with where I live because I have an erratic governor. But how have things been for you? Well, I just want to first say I am so glad that I live in California during this crisis, because I have to say that the leadership has dealt with this crisis with a plum. Is that the right use of that word? I believe it is. I believe it and, is. And, uh, you know, the thing, it's it's getting, I don't know if it's getting better here, but it's not getting worse. Does that make sense? Think that, well, they're saying that you guys aren't even going to really have a peak because you guys have done such a great job with the social distancing and the masks and, and all, and, and just the right mentality that other places in the country have refused or have gone kicking and screaming where Californians were like, okay, sure. If, if that's what we need to do to limit people from dying and, and get through this with the minimum amount of carnage possible. Sure. That's not the, the case in many other places in the country. Right. Right. So thank you, Californians. Some of you have resisted and acted a fool, but for the most part, like you said, we have been doing a good job. M- me included. Uh, I, I have been going a little stir crazy staying in the house, but let me say, this is probably the first week I felt like my feet are solid on the ground. I've, uh, gotten my wind back after that punch to the gut and that now that we've gotten over this, uh, uh, initial blow, we start to be proactive about how we're dealing with this crisis. Because right now I think that the stress and the anxiety is starting to manifest itself into physical pain. I got this pain in my leg and back going on. And so, you know, as we get older, it's more and more important that we stretch our muscles because otherwise we're going to be dealing with chronic pain. I don't want to deal with that chronic pain. I see people struggling with their knees and their back and their shoulders. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Well, you're already huge, so really, why why do you need to lift those weights anymore? Yeah, somebody thought I was the rock the other day from behind, but, you know, 
Well, that's all right. So that's, you know, you're coming to terms with the quarantine. I'm coming to terms. I've accepted the fact that we're going to be in this for a hot minute. And so I'm planning accordingly. Even when the quarantine's lifted, it's not going to just go. We're not just going to go right back to the way things were. I mean, in Los Angeles specifically, your your mayor, uh, Garcetti, has said that there aren't going to be any large gatherings in L.A., through the end of the year, through 2020. So even if we have, you know, a football season, you're going to be watching it on TV. Yeah. Now in your state, uh, f- there's a different approach being being taken. Yeah. Uh, wrestling, right. professional wrestling, right. is now a um, essential. Essential. WWE is essential in Florida. Right. Because we need some entertainment, according to Governor DeSantis. R-A-S-S-L-I-N. That's wrestling. That's it. That's wrestling. Well, so, uh, you know, besides going to the wrestling matches, what have you been up to? Uh, Well, my wife, uh, in her infinite wisdom, has, uh, because she was going, well, she wanted to change the scenery, so we've rented a uh another domicile to quarantine in for the next five days and wow that's awesome yeah we're getting a little r&r inside our bunker basically what a great idea yeah it's gold star for kim yeah well kim has been i mean we had to cancel a couple different trips because of the quarantine but we were able to find uh a vacation place basically five minutes away from where we are that's a lovely place and is effectively a a staycation it's you know completely fun and new and whatever and so we're we're having a we're having a nice time well that sounds like fun can i come over no we're not having any guests we're we're maintaining our quarantine but yeah i mean my governor has already talked about and opening up the schools again my wife and I have talked about like we might have to homeschool because I don't feel comfortable sending my kid back to school right now. And we're going to talk about this later on in the show, but we talk about concern versus fear, fear versus concern. Right now I would have real fears about school starting again because first of all, I don't want my kids to get this COVID-19 and again, the the likelihood of any of them having it in a severe way is very, very low. And even worse, which is a much more likely scenario, because we have elderly people in the home, is that the kids will get sick and then bring it into the house. And that's a real concern. Yeah, I was going to say that's the real concern right there. Yeah. Is, is your kids bringing it home and spreading it to the rest of you? Yeah, you know. I mean there that that is a major concern. So so we have some real concern border that we have to deal with so it doesn't go into fear. Okay. Weekly affirmation. It's my turn. I'm gonna do it. Weekly affirmation. Everyone take a deep, deep breath in. Hold it. And let it go. It is still our time. Right now. 
this now and forever. Because even in times of uncertainty and disbelief, we still have to do our part. When things change, we change with them. When things get hard, we push harder. Live it or waste it community, it's up to us to be the change we want to see in the world. It is now more than ever about us, all of us. The individual affects the whole. We embrace it and we live it. We live it. Live it. Live it. Live it. Live it. All right. That's a fresh one. That's a fresh one. That was a fresh affirmation. It was. Fresh. All right. I love it when we do fresh affirmations. We mix it up, people. You don't want to fast forward through the affirmation, folks, because you don't, you never know what it's going to be. It's not necessarily the same one it's going to be. We, we mix it up. Dave over there, Dave Wine, changes up our affirmation from time to time. And, and it's especially when we need it. When we need specific affirmations, we, he, 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 he lives it. He gives it to us. I try to keep it funky fresh for the people. Word of the week. Word of the week. Heal. 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 Not the part of your foot that gets that thick layer of dead skin on the back of it. Nor is it about your dog healing. It, this is a great time to heal yourself physically, emotionally, and even get this one financially. Now that may seem like blasphemy, but we have been given a gift and it's what are we going to do with it? Because as we were saying last time, when the world gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And yes, that is a cliche. It is. But why are cliches cliches? Because they are true. Well, why would we say financially? Because a lot of people are out of work, having trouble paying the rent. But this is a time where we are all being forced to really think and focus on our finances. Because one, we don't know about our future right. as far as our income so we have to start to ration, yes. scale back the things that we normally use. And we have to think about the future and what if this should happen again or something similar. How are we going to be prepared? Because I think a lot of us were not prepared for this. How could we be? All of a sudden, everybody stops working. All of a sudden, paychecks aren't coming in. And we're stuck at home. We can't even go out and find another job, even if we wanted to. A lot of companies have hiring freezes. Right. And a lot of companies are just trying to stay afloat. They're not going to be bringing on extra people. And we're going to have to get creative. It's, it's about, it's just like, it's have that positive attitude first. And then use your mind and your creativity to try to rationalize that and, 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 and figure out how do you get to that end point. Right. Because it's not going to be your natural instinct. And it's going to feel, it's going to be, feel fake. And it's going to be feel, feel phony. It's going to feel impossible. But 
that doesn't mean you can't try to do it and see where it gets you because it might make this time of quarantine a time that you look back on with fondness of, yeah, it was tough, but I learned some things about myself and about the world and about how you need to prepare yourself for the unexpected. Well, we have to be mindful of our finances right now, and we have to be mindful of our physical condition. And um, I think that it's important that since we have time inside to ourselves, we need to take time to heal our bodies with proper nutrition and some low impact exercising, stretching, yoga, whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing, just, you know, we need to be proactive about that. And this is a great time to heal our body, heal our finances, and heal our minds. I really don't want to lose all the stuff that I have worked on and all the stuff that I have managed to change and improve upon. And it's very easy for us to just say, oh, well, you know, what's the point? Let's shift our state of being into how are we going to come out better from this better kick it up a notch that in this quarantine there's a lot of stuff we've talked about that's coming up and i'm sure at this point we've been in this over a month now so people are starting to get on each other's nerves we may be allowing fear and anger to take over and and control our actions and so we really need to be mindful and start to heal those pains so that we're not letting them control us and ruin relationships that we have, right? And that could happen. I mean, that stuff can sneak up on you. There is a monotony of what's going on and a drudgery of what's going on. And if we aren't intentional about our attitudes then we could start going in places that we don't want to go. And that's why I'm saying intentional healing, uh, to use this time for that. But uh, there's a lot of intentionality that we have to have during this time if we want to see it through and come out uh, on the other side in a positive way. All right, then. Topic of the week. Topic of the week. Quarantine edition, concern versus fear. And to, to talk about that, we actually have our first guest on Live It or Waste It. How about that? Our first guest. How about that? Guest of the week, Maritza Torres. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for coming on. Maritza is a Reiki master and a hypnotherapist here in Los Angeles, where she's had her own practice for a number of years. How many years have you been practicing here in LA? Reiki, five years and hypnotherapy two and a half years. All right, awesome. Well, welcome to the show. It's great having you with us. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Reiki and hypnotherapy, why don't you give us a brief description of what those are and what the benefits are that people can get from them? Sure, um, so I'll start off with Reiki. <clears throat> so Reiki is a form of energy healing. Um, it originates from Japan. I personally practice Usui Reiki. There's different variations of Reiki nowadays. Um, I tend to lean more towards the traditional Reiki, which is Usui Reiki. 
and uh, it basically entails the practitioner or the Reiki master using energy to help people get grounded, um, to help people come back to energetic homeostasis. Uh, for example, let's take, you know, the quarantine that we have going on right now. There's a lot of people living in fear. And normally what I do when clients have come to me recently, um, since I cannot put my hands over them to close, I they still feel, feel the effects of Reiki even when I'm standing a couple of feet away. Um, in fact, I've done a couple of sessions over the phone or via via Zoom, because the idea is that energy is the one that heals the person. So it's not really me. I'm just placing the intention on the person. And um, a lot of people really don't understand, you know, how that works. But if you understand how energy, frequency, and vibration works, then you will understand how Reiki works. But it's basically energy healing. I was going to ask you, actually, because of what's going on right now in the world, um, how have you changed your ways of treating people and uh, now and going forward, even after the quarantine is lifted? Um, like I said, I've done a number of sessions where I have to do it via Zoom. Um, and it's it's worked fine because with... With Reiki, there's also a symbol that is used for distance healing. Uh, for example, if even if you're in Germany and you call me and you say, hey, you know, I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety right now. Um, we can talk over the phone and normally I have people do a couple of breathing exercises and um, and then I do the symbols as if the person is in front of me. Or near me so um, the way that that this quarantine has changed the way that I offer Reiki is basically doing it via distance most of the time but I've had a couple of people that have seen me um, I just don't get too close to them you know we have to wear a mask um, but either way it's still effective because there's no space and time with energy energy just is like I said, if you're in Germany and I'm in Los Angeles, you could still get Reiki from me. So you're not transferring anything from your body or your energy to their energy. It's a it's the energy from the person who is receiving the treatment. Um, actually, my my teacher, my Reiki master, she's here in in LA too. Um, she encourages not to use your own energy. We're simply the vessel and the energy that is out in the ether in our universe it's accessible to everyone at all times that's where we gather our energy from and we in turn set the intention for the person to receive it it's one of those things that sounds really hard to understand or wrap your head around but it's kind of like and i could explain it to you but it's kind of like if i try to explain well and you never had cheesecake, right? And I say, okay, cheesecake tastes creamy, it tastes sweet, but until you don't taste it, put it in your mouth your and your tongue actually like, you know, savors it and feels the texture, you will not know how cheesecake 
taste. I actually, I I have an announcement to make, uh, and Dave doesn't even know this. Uh, I have actually had this done to me a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. My my wife uh, had gotten. I was at it. You know, she had gotten a massage package for me, mm-hmm. and you, you know, on that you sort of can pick a list of different treatments, shiatsu or, or whatever treatments. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Reiki was one of the treatments that she selected for me. She didn't know what it was. And um, so when I was subjected to it, initially I was like, what am I paying for? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I'd, I'd never heard of it before. And, and the person, you know, the, the therapist was uh, explaining it to me. And I'm like, okay. And my wife's like, well, we, we can get something else. You know, what, what, she doesn't talk like that. I talk like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was we can get some. Does she have yeah. chest hair too? Uh-huh. No, no, no. It's, it's completely me. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I said, okay, well, let's do it. I'm, I'm open to different things. And I was very surprised at how, um, for the lack of a better word, energized I felt afterwards and refreshed uh, I felt, and just with sort of, you know, mm-hmm. being being there and and doing the treatment, and there's no, there's nothing you're not saying or chanting or doing anything of that nature. Right. Yeah. For the regular person who's never tried it, it like I said, it's kind of weird to wrap your head around how is it possible that someone can help you heal by just putting their hands around you or even talking to you over the phone. You know what I mean? But it is very possible. And a lot of the times, you know, the hypnotherapy part of me kicks in and I think, could it be the power of suggestion? You know, could it be, could it have a placebo effect on someone? Because the intention of us coming together of me doing Reiki on the person is to, let's say, treat anxiety, right? And once I get started on a session, could it be that the placebo effect kicks in, really? You understand what I'm saying? So whatever it is, it works. Because the goal, my goal as a as a practitioner and Reiki master is to assist the person who who needs my assistance, you know, on, on anything, whether it is on, uh, I have people that not only suffer from anxiety, but suffer from depression, um, people who have anger issues, you know. So once they come into my space or I start working with them, they all tell me the same thing, which is, you know, how, how did that work? You know, and, and, and it has to do with two things, too. That's why I don't push Reiki on anyone. I like for people to seek me out because then they're ready because then they're also wanted as much as I do, which is to get rid of that anxiety or depression. And so I think a couple of things happen. Um, You know, the person is ready, the person is willing, and I'm present for them to assist them in whatever it is that they want. And the combination of everything, that's what that's what makes magic. So, so we're currently in a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, you are sequestered away from most of your clients, right? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about what people are going through in this quarantine? 
in this time of anxiety and fear that many people have, in which we're all locked up in our houses, Mm -hmm. watching probably way too much news, and all the news is all COVID-19 all the time. Mm -hmm. What what are your suggestions to people who are dealing with anxiety in this very unique situation we find ourselves in? Well... I would start off with reducing the amount of news that you watch, if possible, none at all, <laughs> because I find that we still, we, we still get the information that we need. I, I, didn't, I don't watch the news, and then I just found out that we had to wear masks, and I did. Someone told me. But, but you also have the other extreme, which is the conspiracy theorists, right? Stop watching that, too, because the biggest enemy that we have in this quarantine or the biggest ally is in between our ears. And that is our mind. We're the only species that from thought alone can make ourselves sick. Just thought alone. We can create emotions in our, in our being. We can get angry. We can get sad. We can get happy by thought alone. A gazelle can be chased by a lion and it, fear will kick in. But then once the lion goes away, it goes back to homeostasis. It goes back to normal. And it's not sitting there reminiscing about how the lion almost chewed him up and spit him out, you know, and it's not getting pissed off about it. But we do. We can think of that person, that relationship that screwed us over, that person who pissed us off at work. We could think about that and get angry and get sad and get happy and and actually go into that space and actually start feeling it physically. So I would say reduce the amount of news that you watch because what ends up happening is that you get all that information and then you, you, you ruminate, you replay it over and over in your mind. And then you just start getting angry and you start getting upset. There's no need to remain in that space of fear the way some people are, are just getting stuck there. Focus on, on the positives. A lot of people complain about their work. A lot of people complain about traffic, especially here in LA. Well, guess what? Now you're home. Now you can get anywhere in five minutes versus 55 minutes, you know? Um, so there's so many things that, that people could do in this moment to be proactive. So, and, um, and like you said earlier, what my, my, my observation is also that, you know, instead of being fearful of what is going on, it's okay to be concerned, but be proactive and stop being so reactive. A lot of people confuse the two. A lot of people think that having fear is showing concern and it's not. Having fear makes you reactive. Being concerned makes you proactive. Okay. And there's a, there's a difference between the two because with one, it affects you physically. Fear affects you physically because it produces chemicals that stress you out. And as we know, stress can lead to heart disease. It can lead to other diseases by just stress, stress alone. Fear creates stress. But, but if you're concerned, you know, and you're proactive, then sure, you're, you're staying home. Um, you're being aware of what's going on, basically just maintaining some sort of calm, you know, in the middle of the storm. 
because we don't achieve anything with fear. Nothing. Nothing gets done when we are in fear mode. That sounds great. I, I think that uh, our audience can definitely take take heed uh, what you are saying. And I, I think that it, it plays into a lot of the themes. What you're saying plays into a lot of the themes that we've talked about on the show as far as mindset and the, the way you look at a situation is very, very important um, as to what the outcome will be and what your reaction to that is going to be. So I, I definitely feel you on there. Um, for, for people who take your advice and that reorient themselves um, out of a fear mentality, are there elements of Reiki that people could take something away from the discussion that we're having today to sort of implement a mentality? Um, is there a way to, to sort of meditate and to gain some, some of this ener- this positive um, um, healing energy that you're talking about? Yeah. And, and actually that's, that's my goal. I don't want the person to come to me for the same reason over and over because then I'm not doing my job. You know, so the first thing I would do, the the most simplest thing that you can do is breathe. That's the easiest thing. And I start off all my sessions by having people breathe because breath alone is healing. And you'll be surprised how much we forget to breathe. We're just so caught up on on other things that we forget to do the most simplest thing, which is breathing. So I would suggest to start being mindful of your breath, to take deep, long breaths, and uh, at least three. That's where you can start breathing. Well, it's it's funny that you say that because we actually start off each one of our shows mm-hmm. by taking in deep breaths. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that we have some some of, of your spirit built into the DNA of this program. <laughs> Good. <laughs> You make my job easier, <laughs> people like you. But yeah, that, that would be the best one is to, to breathe. And then, uh, like I said, I, I can teach people how to do Reiki themselves. And that's actually essentially what I, I love to do. I like to teach people how to do it themselves because um, a lot of people become dependent on their Reiki masters or practitioners. And uh, that's, I, I've never wanted to be that that Reiki master practitioner that has their clients be dependent on her. Uh, I want to teach people how to do it themselves because I'm not with everyone 24 seven, but they are able to do it themselves. And that that's, that's everything, you know, because they can apply it in anything, relationships, work, everything. What, what is a typical client come to you for normally? Anxiety stress or depression okay Mm -hmm. those are the the anxiety most people that are have anxiety they have stress um and depression yeah okay and what kind of results do you normally see when a client i i assume you have to do consistently like anything else yeah i mean every person it varies with person by person um some people take to it very quickly they see a significant reduction in anxiety and stress. Some people I have to do a couple more sessions with them, but again, it, it's, everybody's different. So some people I could 
tell right away or they can feel it right away. And some people even go as far as saying, oh, you know, I, I don't even feel like I have to take my medication. And now I'll give you a disclosure before I go into that because I never tell anyone to stop taking their medications. I always tell them to disclose with their doctor. But the truth is that some people feel that they don't need to take their, their anxiety medication as much. That's huge. So. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, if you've ever you know been prescribed something, uh, a, a doctor will say that you should be doing other things uh, to raise right. your serotonin level, for example, like going out and jogging or, or doing exercise. Like there are things that you could do that will make your need for medication less in many cases. And, and absolutely, obviously, you want to do everything in conjunction mm -hmm. with, with a doctor. But if people's attitudes are getting better and they're having different ways of, of thinking about themselves and in the world around them, um, why right. not? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's my, my, uh, my observation is that, you know, some people take onto it really quickly and they they're, but they're also very proactive. They don't just come and get Reiki. They also, they start working out. They change their eating habits. I mean, everything goes hand in hand. You can't just go to the gym and expect to see results. You also have to eat well. You have to sleep well. That's another thing that I'm not a nutritionist, uh, but I always recommend people seek help if they have issues with their eating or their sleeping. A lot of people uh, treat anxiety with, with food. <laughs> Yeah. And again, it's something that we talk about on this program all the time that mm -hmm. all of these different things are interrelated and you can't really, you know, right. and I'm not a big exercise person. So, um, you know, that, that is a challenge for me that, uh, you know, if I'm complaining about what my attitude's like, then I, I'm going to, you know, like there are other things that mm -hmm. you can do. Right. I think that most people struggle with diet and exercise, and, and I think that's why most people struggle. Exactly. You know. That's right, yeah. Um, like you said, you can do the Reiki and, and put a Band-Aid over it, but if you're just going to go back and do all the bad habits that that were making you feel bad to begin with, you know, the Reiki the Reiki so much, you know. It's like it's like trying to clean the ocean with a you know with a pool net, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, especially the microplastics, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so for people who are interested, e either during quarantine uh, of trying Reiki with you via Zoom, or people in the Los Angeles area who uh, are interested in trying it, uh, you know, in person when uh, we've all, when we all get to that point that we could uh, leave our homes. Um, what's the best way to contact you and, and retain your service? Um, for now, they can reach me on Instagram. It's Maritza217. And I'm, I'll be putting details of my new Instagram page for just specifically for Reiki and hypnotherapy because mo this whole time has just been word of mouth and, and referrals. Well, excellent. So we will put that in the show notes uh, for the show as, as well. So people could just go down there as well. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll definitely, we have a new uh, Live It or Waste It Instagram page. So we'll definitely be following mm -hmm. you over there uh, okay. and your exploits. 
So yes. we thank you so much for joining us today and, and teaching us uh, more about Reiki and I think talking about um, fear versus concern I think is really important that people can take to heart and maybe watch a little bit less news. Yeah, just watch. A, and, you know, a perspective is everything. You know what I mean? Um, we forget that we live in a place where we're, we're good. We're not on the street. We're not, you know, we just got a stimulus check. And perhaps not everybody got one. But no matter what, we have food. We have shelter for the most part. Um, I know I've seen a lot of people try to help homeless, uh, the homeless population out here. That's what I like to focus on. You know what I mean? Um, I personally, um, I'm volunteering with, with kids that are uh, in foster care, you know. So I see a lot of people also trying to help one another. And I think we should also focus on that, not just on, you know, the death toll. And that's not to say that our hearts don't go out for those people who have been lost. But, you know, it's important to also balance it with with all the good that, that is going on because there is a lot of good going on right now. You know, a lot of people are coming together too. families, you know, uh, parents who don't get to spend time with their children, you know, couples who don't get to see each other and get to know each other better. Yeah. Let's, let's start focusing on, on some of the positive aspects of this. Um, and it, that's not to say that bad things are not happening, but that's life. Yeah, let's let's also put everything into perspective. Well, I I for one would love to have you back. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I would love that. Yeah, because I I, I feel it's really important to to remind people, you know, especially if you have this platform, we could sit down and talk and and reach a lot of people through this. Um, I think it's so important to remind people, you know, to stay grounded, you know, to stay sane, you know. And, and just bring them a different perspective. Perspective is everything. That's right. Very true. All right. All right. Well, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this wasn't too, too crazy, uh, but hopefully it will get you some business as well. We're all going for a similar sort of goal of like just living our lives to the, to the you know, to use the time we have on this planet to the fullest and whatever our definitions are of that, you know, which are obviously different for different people. So I really appreciate you giving our audience yet another way for them to live it. Yep. And don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to have you on the Thank program. Thank you. Today. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys. All right. <laughs> well, quarantine safe. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys too. Okay. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 All right. Please share any tips or suggestions you have that may help us get through this crisis and let us know what you thought of our guest that we had on the show today, Baritza Torres. Yes. It was really awesome that she was uh, here with us and I think she was sharing some uh, very interesting points of view. I agree. Join us. Not that you yes. care, but I agree with you. I don't care at all. <laughs> Join us next week when we have another guest here to talk about other ways of healing during the quarantine. Oh. And as always, remember to subscribe and share. Share, share, share. 
join us on our Live It or Waste It Facebook page. Just search on Facebook, Live It or Waste It Now, and you'll find us. And we are now on Instagram, so please check us out there. We have uh, some cool memes and things going on over there every every week, so that's something to uh, get over to if you're on Instagram. A lot of hot stuff happening over there. Hot stuff. And for those of you who'd like to financially support this podcast so we could continue to bring this great program to you every Monday... Uh, you could go to patreon.com slash live it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash live it. And once again, we would like to thank our guest Maritza for joining us. You could definitely find her on Instagram. We'll uh, put that in the show notes as we said earlier. Uh, and I'm sure she would uh, love you just to say hi. And if you'd like to find out more about doing a podcast and you're on the East Coast, you could hit me up at someonetalkedmedia.com. Contact me if you're on the West Side of the United States at winedesigns.com. That's W-E-I-N designs.com. Now stay inside and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love. Sir.